This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. And as always, I begin by saying that this is designed for high school students. But if you find yourself not a high school student and listening to this podcast, we're glad you found us. But my commentary on the verses sometimes is geared toward high school students. But I'll try to be uh, as vague as I can. Uh, We continue through the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 19 through chapter 3 verse 13. And I'll be reading from the New Living Translation today. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You're citizens, along with all of God's holy people. You're members of God's family. Together we are his house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We're carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling, where God lives by his Spirit. When I think of all this, I, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the benefit of you Gentiles, assuming, by the way, that you know God gave me the special responsibility of extending his grace to you Gentiles. As I briefly wrote earlier, God himself revealed his mysterious plan to me. As you read what I have written, you will understand my insight into this plan regarding Christ. God did not reveal it to previous generations, but now by his spirit, he has revealed it to his holy apostles and prophets. And this is God's plan. Both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news share equality in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body and both enjoy the promise of blessings because they belong to Christ Jesus. By God's grace and mighty power, I've been given the privilege of serving him by spreading this good news. Though I'm the least deserving of all of God's people, he graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures available to them in Christ. I was chosen to explain to everyone this mysterious plan that God, the creator of all things, has kept secret from the beginning. God's purpose in all of this was to use the church to display his wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was his eternal plan which he carried out through Christ Jesus our Lord. Because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. So please, don't lose heart because of my trials here. I'm suffering for you. You should feel honored. Now, if you don't already know, Paul spent a good good chunk of his life in prison. And why, you ask? Because he stood up for what he believed in. Now, he wasn't always this way. He actually persecuted Christians for a good chunk of the start of Christianity. He put so many people in prison, separated so many families. He he beat people because of what they believed. He was persecuting Christians. And then God kind of flipped the script on, script on him. He was the one that ended up being persecuted because of his beliefs in Jesus. You see, Paul didn't come to Christ easily. He was on the road to Damascus, ready to murder and jail and and do away with Christianity. But Christ met him right there on that road and said, You are no longer the person you are. You are a called child of God. And from then on, his life changed. He lived for Christ in any way possible. He was jailed, he was beaten, he was flogged. He spent so much time in prison, but 
that didn't get his spirits down because he knew why he was there. He was being a witness. There's always a purpose for him being in every place. Maybe you're in a school right now where you feel like you're the only Christian there. That you you can't imagine there being a harder place. That you can't imagine another Christian being there with you. Maybe you're in a biology class, and I was speaking with some of my students earlier this week, how they're talking about uh, evolution and the Big Bang Theory, and how do you stand up in your classroom for that? How do you witness that? How do you deal with that as a Christian? And I tell you this, you're not alone. Stand up for what you believe in. Stand firm in your faith. If it's on a test, do well on the test and forget it because it's not what you believe. We believe in Christ Jesus, his death and resurrection, and that by his grace, that's the only way we're going to heaven. Why don't we pray? Heavenly Father, I pray that you give the students the courage to stand up for what they believe in, that they would be lights in dark places, that no matter where they would go, they would seek opportunities to be witnesses to you. And God, no matter what they feel like, whether they're persecuted or not, God, I pray that you would continue to give them opportunities to stand firm in their faith. It's in your name we pray. Amen. As always, you are a loved child of God. And how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you next week.